Now, I ain't saying you are a gold digger. You have needs. You don't want a dude to smoke, but he can't buy weed. You go out to eat, he can't pay. Y'all can't leave. There's dishes in the back. He's got to roll up his sleeves. But while you're all washing, watch him. He's going to make it to a Benz out of that Datsun. He got that ambition, baby. Look at his eyes. This week, he's mopping floors. Next week, it's the fries. Continue podcast, episode 109! <laughs> We're doing this show about video games live! Why? Fuck you, that's why! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, it's January! Fuck you! It's January! <laughs> hey, that's I... Favorite, that's my favorite bit that they ever did. There you go. Is, uh, fuck you, it's January. I, like, like Susan, when you, say, when you say, I don't know what it is that has made you lose patience with, like, reality... Fuck you, yeah. that's why. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's like, if somebody's like, hey, is something wrong? I'll be like, yes, something's wrong. Oh, why? Fuck you, that's why. That's why. Um, to the world. Uh, my name's Anthony and John Agnello. Continue Podcast is a podcast uh, recorded in the American United States of America, and it's about video games. <laughs> and with me are the people that make it a real thing in the world. We have Staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. I, I put, so I, I there are, if you're watching this live right now, there are emotes in the chat. You can use them. I put an air horn. <laughs> uh, Yay. So I want to try to add more, but um, we need to get like uh, I need to Photoshop out like portraits of our faces and put them as emotes in the chat. I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, the the person who doesn't need an emote to emote is Susan Art. Don't need an emote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so. I want, okay, you know, we talk about internet points and whatever. Let's all agree that there are cosmic points. We've all watched The Good Place. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. are points. Mm -hmm. And I want a lot for not saying anything. I went to the gun show this past weekend, and I don't mean the metaphorical. No, you didn't have two tickets gun. to the gun show? Like, no. okay. I mean an actual gun show in Texas. Thank you. And did not did not go full coastal elite on the guys selling the defund the media t-shirts. <laughs> I just thought of that. Oh, were there any typos? How, well, okay, were there any on. typos in it? There I want, oh, oh, that's a bummer. The, okay, because, hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, yep. so the, by, you would need to defund the millionaires. Well, okay. mm -hmm. I understand your anger. It is misplaced, sir. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, what, so what we're trying to say is you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole. There was a whole lot. Now, a lot of the folks there were just folks. They're just people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just, just folks. And then, and then the rest of the folks were exactly what you think they were. That's a. That's a nice. I don't know. How many? I, I how wouldn't many have survived. Flag? How many American flag tank tops did you see? I mean, it was the winter, so maybe none, but... Enough. I'm, I'm going I'm to say four. I'm going to say four. <laughs> Just four. 
There were there was a lot of eagles happening there. Okay. And like um, yeah, and uh, if you don't like it, I'll like I, oh one one of the flag uh, it was it wasn't a tank top it was a t-shirt, uh, but it's it, but it said if you don't like it, I'll help you pack. Oh no, uh, that's that, that's mm-hmm. a classic. Wait, that's but like, classic. was he talking about America or was he like talking about is that like a you should have put a ring on it statement? Is he? <laughs> is he... <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? He's carrying a rifle around the show. I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna. No, nope. don't don't inquire. That I that's not... <sighs> Susan. I don't know how you're doing it. I don't. I don't know how you're doing it. Because if I was there, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to physically stop myself from saying something that would get me in trouble. I will. Uh, well, oh, well, you think I haven't said things that have gotten me in trouble? <laughs> Let's just rewind that because that ain't that ain't the case. Uh, but I will say, for the most part, it, the vast majority of the people that I have dealt with, met, encountered, lovely, mm-hmm. lovely human beings, really genuinely nice, helpful folks. It's just the other ones, right? Right. That, that, mm, it's a very different the one percent. Uh, it's, it is a, it is a very uh, the, more like the three percent. The three percent. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I, I want. I want to very briefly just interject before we continue down this road, and clarify for everybody watching that we are going to be playing a bunch of PlayStation One games. I just have a stack sitting here. It's going to kind of it. kind of be like when we did our 100th episode. We are starting with Jingle Cats, a, a Sony published game which as this screen should demonstrate is about making cats swap tartar sauce that's what this is you you have a bunch of cats stage one i'm gonna choose two cats my goal is to make these cats fuck okay and then are you trying to make kittens or just these are adult no they just so here's what's gonna happen i don't think i'm gonna be able to do this successfully i've only like because uh this game is very confusing but <laughs> no. Uh, the, the the here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna choose two cats. Hopefully, yeah. make them fuck, and then when uh, they consummate the, their their relationship, uh, a, we will hear all the cats sing "Smoke on the Water" and a bunch of meows. None of what I just said is a joke. This isn't a bit. This is a real game. <laughs> oh, follow us by Sony. Yep, published by Sony. Okay. So the first oh. time I played this, um, I was, let's politely say, not sober, and, <laughs> and decided that I couldn't figure out how to play, so I would just ask Shuhei Yoshida on Twitter how to make the cats have sex. Uh, at at Yast did not you respond. You would do that, Stone Cold Sober. I would let's do, not yeah, pretend. I I, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um... All right, I'm, I've got my jingle cats. I've selected. Okay. My, I've wait, select- wait, wait! Can we can we do the the lady cat? Can we do the the other the one with the like circle over her eye? I like that one. Oh, you want the one with the circle over? I don't think she's an option on stage one. I think oh, it's just okay. Pinky and uh, the brain. The there. brain. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, is this game Christmas themed? This is not. This is in no way related to the novelty. Why Christmas is it called DVDs. Jingle Cats? D- Why is it? totally unreleated the novelty dvds jingle cats. jingle cats came after 
this Jingle Cats. This Jingle Cats everyone, is from 1998. Everyone talks about Jingle Cats, and I'm oh, cause like, it's like it's like a Christmas game. It's not though. They should they should 100% um, reskin this for the Bodega Cats oh, Twitter that's account. Great. I play the shit out of that. That would be great. All right, so here you see. Uh, now we're in the Jingle Cats house. Yeah. And I have this disembodied hand. <laughs> You've got if that is thing. I have uh, this hand. From the Adams family. Yeah. That's it's. it's I, I don't think it's. It doesn't seem to have the versatility that Thing does. Well, but I, I also have like you can see I have this toolbar up here. Yeah. And here's like different options with my oh uh, something happened. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what? Here here is this is a mallet. I could use this to break things, which will startle the cats. Oh yeah okay. Right. By all means let's torture the poor kitty. Because they love that. And here's a, a cat toy. Here's like a cat teaser. And okay. there are play and food buttons. I don't know what the hell these other things are. One looks like a, like a pooper scooper. Right, oh, yeah. I think a that's clean a clean litter box. That, yep, I think that's a clean that litter is, box. Wait, what's in, the, what's in the heart? Wait, did somebody wait. did somebody poop in the litter box? I don't know. All right, the heart. Oh, what? Oh, oh, yeah. The water stripping in this. So you, you want to get you want to get the heart. The, their meters full to this heart in the middle, and yeah. then you press this button over here, which is the cat fucking button. Wait, which button? Oh yeah. Okay, All the way on the left. That. Yep, yep. That's and the cat fucking button. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, they're they're already enjoying. Oh, they broke a plant. Oh, you cats, you incorrigible beasts. Why um, is that all the way on the right? All the way on the right at the top? Uh, that, yeah. like, pile of green yeah. shit? I have no clue. Okay, excellent. <laughs> no Outstanding. No clue. Um, we're off to a good start. We're off to a very good start. So, every, uh, okay. <laughs> this looks like an interstitial cartoon that would play on Nickelodeon, right? Like like a 30-second like a short playing in between commercials to introduce Cat-Dog. Like... I was gonna say, straight liquid television, man. Yeah, yeah. it's straight liquid television. Or O Canada. I've picked up our male cat. Why are you... I, that's, I, that's some really good back leg animation, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> all, all the animation... Like, this is the thing. Like, yes, Jingle Cats is hilarious. The fact that this exists is hilarious. But this game is also dope. <laughs> 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 like, like, this looks... Oh, here we go. I've taken the cat teaser... Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow. <laughs> this is good radio, everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so I, I'm honestly not sure where to start. This episode, everybody came together because, as as you might have heard in our our, our last episode, and as uh, you might have heard Susan referring to at the beginning, things are it's winter and things are frustrating. Life is frustrating right now. So we wanted to do something a little freeform that's just, like, for shits and giggles. Uh, Susan, you did say, when we were, when we were doing a little, sh like, pre-show prep, <laughs> we were like, what do you guys want to talk about? And you were like, everything is annoying the crap out of It's me. true. So, it's true. what is it, what, just, let's start there. What is annoying the crap out of you, for starters? All right, let me start with this week's Book of Boba Fett. Yay! Yeah. 
You mean the different show? <laughs> the one, the one in not appear. Yeah, exactly. The the Star Wars Pit My Ride episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. First of all, let's all remember. I love Bounty Hunter and his small green son. Yes. I love that show very much. So I, I, I. This show opens with Mando, and I'm like, oh, awesome, Mando. And if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, uh, the second season, Boba Fett has uh, a, a big part in it, and and he's a you know part of the crew, and so it kind of makes sense that Mando would then show up in Boba Fett. Fine, but the book of Boba Fett happens after the events of season two of The Mandalorian. Okay. Therefore, obviously, it makes sense that this episode in which uh, The Mandalorian uh, is t- looking for the Mandalorian armorer so he can make, I don't know, tiny chainmail for Baby Yoda? I'm mm-hmm. not real sure. Um, then spends a half an hour of runtime mm-hmm. fixing up one of those yellow spaceships from Naboo. Yes. But Susan, how else are you going to get a riveting spaceship ride on the exact shots of the episode one pop race course? I don't... How could you... How would you get it otherwise? What, why? <laughs> I mean, people watched this and enjoyed it. They really... I'm like... I, and, and, and I am happy that they were happy, but I'm also like, what the fuck about this did you find interesting? Like, there are a finite <laughs> number of hours in the day... And I'm like, I'm watching Mando and Amy Sedaris. And by the way, I don't think she's funny in this role. I don't. I just mm. don't. Like, oh, a Womp Rat has got me. And I dated a Jawa. And they're very furry. <laughs> That's great. What is good? Okay, cool. He Now he has another ship to fly in. Of course, it's completely impractical for his chosen line of work. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was my, where, where does he put anyone? In that. Where does he put anything? There's like not enough place for gum in that ship. Here's what here, here's what we know about Naboo fighters. They can go right. That's a good trick. That's. I mean, it's <laughs> to go right and left. Like, like I don't mean. I mean, I guess I do, because I I truly feel like no one involved there understands. Star Wars. Yeah. Like, not not, not to say, because uh, I don't want to be like, oh, these, these people, they don't understand Star Wars like we do. It's like, oh, that's not really what I mean. I just mean, like, they fundamentally don't understand it. Like, so, because uh, I played um, the Vader Immortal series on the Oculus. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's it's fine. It's like, uh, hey, if you like, if you find it on sale, I got it for like all three of the episodes. They're pretty short, but for like fifteen bucks, it's like, eh, it's a decent Disney ride. Like, it's like you go around each episode's like forty minutes long. There's like a lightsaber battle in one, and then you get like, oh, you could do force powers now, and people like characters are like looking at you and talking at you like you're very important. It feels very like Disneyland ride, but the. The droid partner that's with you is played by Maya Rudolph. And yeah, it's just that endless, like, quipping. Oh, no. And none of it's funny. None of it works. It's all just like, I okay, whatever. I, it, it, I do enjoy being able to, like, Darth Vader, like, looks at you and stares down at you. And he's, like, very serious. And I just, like, with my VR hands, give him, like, a thumbs up. Does he say, I, you had me at hello? But, Does he say, <laughs> so, he say anything very sweet? Um, 
but no, the, the the overarching plot of that is like he's on Mustafar, and he's trying to like oh. get. I just think it's wild that they named a planet after the Lion King's dad. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Lion King's dad is Space Hitler in that universe too. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. weird. That's very weird. Guys, I think I can make these cats have sex. Yeah, hey, do it. Do it. They're um, popping. Oh no. Do it. Do it. Have, Love each see, other. You're on you're on Mustafar and you find that like they're trying to like Vader's looking for this MacGuffin that will absorb the planet's power because he's staring at a like pyramid like a glowing pyramid where like Padme like Natalie Portman's voice is like emanating from it. So like he wants to basically steal the planet's energy to like resurrect Padme. He's very sad. And it's just like that I, sounds I terrible. Don't, I don't <laughs> care. Like yeah. the, all of this just feels weird and wrong. Like like yeah, I, I have a lightsaber, but other than that, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I I okay, I can't, I, I, can't, I, can't, I like they've completely lost me. I don't understand. I, I I will say I enjoyed I like I, I, I was so happy to see that character again that I was like on board for the the beginning stuff of him going to find the other Mandalorians in what yep. was apparently the uh, the film Elysium uh, starring Matt Damon that was just like <laughs> the exact same place um no, it, no, it, was, it is straight up the Mass Effect Citadel. Yes, it, it is straight up the Mass Effect Citadel, and yeah. I, I enjoyed that. And no, I um, I I will say, like, I get to like what was happening. Like, he at this point he finished his mission, so he had to find the Enclave and be like, I also have more Beskar. Uh, find another orphan to give it to, and let's do that. And. Uh, and then they showed up and he's like, oh, also, I'm apparently everybody's leader now. I like and I loved that, like, he messed himself up with the mm -hmm. the, the, the sword yep. because they, it's like, oh, finally, not everybody is good with a, a giant stick of lasers. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, you know, the the pimp my ride portion goes on a little long. <laughs> And it's just, it, it is very much like, what does this have to do? Like, let's say it was just was episode one of The Mandalorian season three. I would be like, okay, that was fun. But like, <laughs> after four episodes of what is charitably the worst television in recent memory. <laughs> okay, you don't watch enough TV, but I'm going to look okay. that out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I do. I, that's true. I do. I don't have the. I don't have quite definitely the, the worst television with that kind of money put into it. Oh, okay. yes, that's yeah, yeah. All right, that's fair. I can't. I, here's the thing. Okay, this is a spoiler for season two of The Mandalorian, and this is what I texted you, you guys, after <laughs> as I'm watching Boba Fett. So the whole thing with the Mandalorians is when you when you go to. Uh, the Enclave, they ask you, have you ever taken off your helmet? Has anyone ever taken it off? Or forced oh, you yeah. to take it? And you answer no, and it's this is the way, and it's part of their ritual. To save Baby Yoda, Mando took his helmet off. He had it, like, that was right. literally the only thing he could do. What? 
Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why he took it off. Yeah, that's why he took it off. Like he had, he had no choice. This is what he had to. He took it off. Um, so he, I did it. What? Yeah, I made, oh, him, I made, I made the cats have sex. Okay. I think they're gonna sing. Oh, I want to hear this part. Okay. Are you, attack? What? I'm sorry. No, wait. It's gonna happen. Oh. Is he gonna hairball? Oh no, he he kiss. Uh, <laughs> guys, this is exactly what happens in, with real cats. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, clearly. They they love each other. No. I don't understand why it says. And attack. then they're like looking at camera like. Get out of here! Watching us, you freak. Get and leave. And the sign come down that says thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Max. I feel like attack isn't the right verb there. No, I don't think attack is a, an appropriate verb <laughs> right now. Okay, so where's the where's the, where's the song? I, it's supposed to. There we go. Look, everybody's. <laughs> they're doing it. Wow. I just, I'm glad that That we're... is, I don't... Yeah. Video wow. games. Yeah. See, why, are good. why would you want, why would you want the existence of Book of Boba Fett when there's this? There's, wow, the, there's, there's this. <laughs> I, I wish that Jim Ryan quote of him saying, like, who would want to play these games was on video. So we could like Photoshop it, like you know, in After Effects or whatever, and take out the Gran Turismo videos being played, and then put in this. <laughs> put in that this. would be amazing. And <laughs> it does look like WarioWare. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You're absolutely that, right. Yeah, it really, it, it's got that energy. It's got that kind of energy. And preceded it by by quite a long time. Uh, Susan, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't want to oh, interrupt, no, no, but no, I wanted to make sure that we all enjoyed when the absolutely when they really got after it. <laughs> So, so Mando answers that uh, you know she asks him to have you ever taken your helmet off and he and he doesn't answer her and uh, the the Mandalorian armor and he finally has to tell her that yeah he did she's like then you're Mandalorian no longer mm -hmm. so like and he knew that he knew that was going to happen so he's both the leader of Mandalore and also a Mandal not a Mandalorian anymore so that's all like complicated and I'm watching it thinking. Thinking what an incredibly emotional moment it was in The Mandalorian when when he did that and the way Pedro Pascal played that scene and and the way um Taika Watiti. No, 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 the comedian that was with him in that Oh episode. Bill Burr. No, because he he, uh, he unmasks in the first season and the um the robot has to save him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, no, I know now. what I know what moment you're talking about now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but but he's like, you know, I I understand why you did that. I'm not going to tell anybody. So like, it's this it's this really moving, emotional, big thing. And I'm like, there hasn't been anything close to that. Not in the same zip code. Not in the same country. Not in the same time zone as that. <laughs> in Boba Fett. And I'm not saying everything has to be like you know a big. But come, like nothing. You Giving want nothing. Characters that like 
have drama and stakes yeah. and emotion and like even if it's light it's still something yeah and like not in that david cage kind of emotion way but like <laughs> oh, you need it you need it to matter it needs to matter that you are watching like why you're watching this there needs to be a yeah. reason that you're watching it well it's it matters because it's one of 18 different star wars properties that you have to <laughs> catch up on to get the full story of the full star wars saga Anthony, ugh, I, ugh. <laughs> I, I, I make I, sure you bought you make sure you watch our co-marketing buy-in to introduce the next Star Wars show on this week's episode of whatever. I, I but know. honestly, like Mandalorian and Bad Batch are both really good. Yes, yes, and like I, I like I enjoyed the episode insofar as I can see how it's going to lead to a good story. You know what I mean? Like it, again, if it was like episode one, season three of Mandalorian, agree, agree, I'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm way on board with everything, e- even this dumb spaceship. I'm I'm cool with it because I understand that it's going to be going somewhere, right? <laughs> but like, like I mean, we talked about this last episode. The the not only the aimlessness and like you're saying right now, Susan, the the emotion, the devoid of any human feeling nature of book of boba fett up to this point yeah like it, it, the, the it is just troubling deeply it's deeply troubling <laughs> mild interest at times is the peak of what i experience and like going <laughs> i love me no win right like that's <laughs> right. that's the experience <laughs> she's so cool oh my god like that's that's watching book of boba fett so yeah so that's that's annoying. It's uh, also like, like how it's not, I feel so bad for anyone that's like not in charge of the business of making Boba Fett. Like somebody who's like a PA and is just like doing this because it's part of their career. And like, they're probably like, oh man, like we're just getting like ragged on. It sucks. People, other people really love this show. Love it. Yeah, and I've discovered that apparently uh, my rage about uh, them trying to find ways to appeal to the kids. Yeah. Apparently, kids fucking love it. (laughs) Um, Apparently, the young young TikTokers fucking mm, love it. This explains much. It's, yeah, and so I'm like, well... I guess I'm allowed to fucking hate you, Disney, at a fundamental emotional level, <laughs> and also recognize that you know more about being soulless bastards than me. <laughs> like, yeah, look, I like not not that these are one-to-one comparisons, but it's the Pokemon problem, right? It's all the people who grew up playing Pokemon look at the new Pokemon and go, like, why can't you make the Pokemon no. like I want it to be made? And no. it's, Dis- they're like, I well, disagree. It's for kids. I disagree because Bad Batch is. Bad Very Batch is great. kids. Yeah. And True. yet it's still a good show. You know, it's... it's yeah. The art style of it is very much aimed at kids. The hero of the story is a kid. Yep. Uh, the the and, and not, storytelling is more simplistic. It's not in an obnoxious way. Like, but not, not in an obnoxious way, no. Yeah. Uh, where, which it was, like, part of the problem with some of the other television they've made. Like, I... I um, Rebels? I, Rebels. Yeah, that was the last one. Rebels, yeah. Rebels had some really spectacular moments in it, but they were surrounded by hours and hours and hours of really bad, like, 
again, cravenly commercial kids programming. Yeah. Hey, everybody, there's a Mandalorian, and she <laughs> pimps out her own wild, artistic TIE fighter. Like, a, like grip. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. But, Susan, there's Peacemaker. <laughs> but I do love... Okay, so while I love much about Peacemaker, I was actually talking to my husband about this. I love a lot about Peacemaker. I love that it is it is telling a very mature story in the expectations we have of our parents, how we're always trying to get their approval, even once mm. we're adults, the, the way we isolate ourselves so as to not get hurt, ideas of, you know, the cult of masculinity, all of that. Like, pretty heavy stuff for a, a goofy, funny show. Sure. The opening credits, as I have said, the greatest contribution to art in our time. Yeah, yes. Uh, Eagly, a superstar for the ages. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, like, weirdly, one of the best CGI like effects I've seen. It's, it's crazy good. It's yeah. really good. I, like, you know it can't possibly be real because it, <laughs> you don't put a... a a raptor that close to your star's face. <laughs> right. But, like, but, it, it's... Yeah. Uh, like, in, it doesn't attempt to be realistic. Like, it's just, like, let's have a very good effect that fits the comedy of yeah. our fantasy world. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Like, so, all of so those good the, things. All of those good things, I... I wish it was not as crass as it often is. Mm, that's interesting. Like, okay, so there's, uh, in, in, okay, so the thing is, and I did not know this about the character, uh, Peacemaker has different helmets that do different things. And, uh, at one point he is wearing an, uh, x-ray vision helmet. And I, that's, that's not relevant to what I'm about to get to, but it comes in later. Um, uh, he gets into trouble, he, uh, contacts his handler, he's like, whoa, I'm in trouble! She's like, okay, I, I know where you are. He's like, wait a minute, how, are you following me? What? And she's like, no, you still have a chip in your head, you idiot. <laughs> I can track you using that. And he asks if she's watching him jerk off. Mm -hmm. And then says, because, hey, if you want to see me rub one out, you can do, you can, all you have to do is say so. Yeah. Deeply unlikable. <laughs> It's, and it's, like, I have no problem with language and, and vulgarity and all that, but it's so discordant with the kind of bantery sweetness of the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, I would say if it was just him, too, I would be more forgiving, but it's not. It's not. And, like, because then the argument could be made, like, well, it is character-based, and they're trying to, you know, uh, further entrench the idea that he is, you know, uh, like a bully and crass as a way of keeping right. people on the outside. But, yeah. all like, all the characters do it. And it's just... It's, it's almost, like, weirdly... Uh, it it reminds me of the old trauma movies, like the like that you know James Gunn comes out of the tradition of where it's just like yeah let's have gross out like gross out bodily humor and sexual humor just because it's a trauma movie. Yeah, uh, I think I think there's a 
because some of it lands. Mm-hmm. Like like when when um, Leota is is doing the the pictures for the briefing and accidentally yes shares an uh, an intimate one from her wife. It's actually a really great moment because you expect Peacemaker to to be homophobic about it. Right. He doesn't care about that. He oh. thinks it's hilarious <laughs> yeah. that you just showed that during a briefing. Yes. That's his whole tack. Right. And that's great. And I love that. It's so but then there's other moments where it's like and, and like there's another moment where he's he's talking about how large his his equipment is and and Leota's like, Yeah, you you mentioned that a couple times and we don't care. That's not relevant. He's like I was just trying to slip it into conversation and hope right. I apologize. <laughs> like that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. But whereas, you know, at like uh, there there is the early on it's like the second episode where they're bantering mm-hmm. and he's like talking about when he slept with the the woman who's like an alien mm-hmm. and, the, and he's and like like explicitly going into like everything they did together <laughs> yeah it's it's like it's it's not even that funny and i yeah. like i i love i you know i'm i'm you're a pervert i'm a pervert <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, you know, but still, I, I totally see what you're saying. I totally see yeah. what you're saying. Dave, Overall, have you watched? It's, still, it, it's, I don't watch TV, dude. You don't watch TV. He only watches very, very bougie movies. I don't anymore either. I don't have the patience what? for that. No, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I would love to. I would love to sit, be able to sit down and watch a movie after like work when my son is not climbing on me and you know i haven't been looking at product man or project management spreadsheets for hours i just don't have the brain for it anymore like i don't know like i like my patience level is like i don't know watch samurai cop again and it's funny it's funny because there's a part like the movie uh they told him they were done rapping so he got his hair cut Uh, for another part that he was trying to get. So he cut his hair, and then they're like, no, you're not done yet. And he's like, wait, what? So they gave him a wig and shot multiple scenes from the, like, for for the beginning of the movie. (laughs) And he's obviously wearing a wig under a baseball cap. It's very funny. Wow. That's what I watch, because it's, I don't know. Uh, So Susan, what else? I want want you to, like, feel, feel free to get it, get it, get it all out. Like, well, we've already, I mean, we all know what's going on with my car, so there's that. <laughs> yes, yeah, the car, the car saga is what, what the is worst the version step? of who's on first I've ever experienced. What is the next step of the car saga? Because okay. all I know is that the, that the, they found the squirrel oh. who had eaten your car. Yeah. Oh, well, it's evolved. It has. The squirrel's evolving? Is that... That's not even its final form. Yeah. Uh, super effective. Long story short, I had to have multiple calls with the insurance company where I tell new people each time the same story, and they go and check it, and they go end up saying, Hey, you're right. I'm like, yes, I know. I am. Could you fix my car now, please? I'm going to try and do that for you, and nothing happens. This has been going on for over a month now however 
there has been progress. It has now been towed to a place that is going to actually fix it. Oh, it's, it's now it's going to happen. It is. It are is they are they real human beings that are allowed to do the work, or are they, they like are, they're they not like dudes in a van? <laughs> nope. I uh, they're not three ducks in a trench coat. Uh, they have. I, I double checked. I like. I just making sure my car is there. They're like, yep, it's here. I can see it from this window. I'm like, okay. Thank you. <laughs> then there's the whole D and D thing that I'm really. It's just, just I'm seething. So I, I think I've missed most of this. I, I know okay. that you've been talking about it in the continued Discord. You yes. go to Patreon.com/slash/continue/podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where we have a lovely, to... lovely supportive community. Yes. Uh, who has lots of good ideas, and even when they don't, they're at least like, yeah, that blows, and we'll beat them up for you. So that's nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. I was on Bumble.com, which is a dating app, but it also it has you can use it for dating, you can use it for business networking, or you can use it to find BFF, just friends. Right. I wanted to find some local people that are that I'm not related to by marriage, so I started using it. A solid month of people whose hobbies, I swear to God, it's Christianity, wine, and brunching. Wow, that's, that's a nightmare. That's what, it. Are there trucks in there too? <laughs> no, no. I would have. That would have been exciting. That been, no, I swear to God, they all just want to go out for happy hour and talk about God. That's it. Mm -mm. Or at least judge other people. So I, but I finally do manage to. I match with a woman. Uh, she actually uh, designs helicopter blades. Whoa. Okay. That's awesome. What? Yep. So she's like, and by the way, she listens to an episode of our podcast and said we were entertaining. So oh my. her taste is questionable, but <laughs> as entertaining as a helicopter, because I want somebody who can legitimately okay, say whether or not that's the case. I, I feel like once you've designed a helicopter blade, you've, you've like solved the problem. Like, I don't know. Dude. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I have not inquired about that. I'm like, wait a minute. Don't, aren't they all just helicopter blades? That's, I don't, whatever. She and I start chatting. She's a great person. I like her a lot. Really cool personality. Really smart. Like, you know, has dogs. Like, has that sense of what actually matters and what actually doesn't. Sure. That a, per that a person uh, who has experienced the world has. Right? Good person. Great. She uh, discovers that uh, I, like she, enjoy Star Trek. And she says, hey... I'm playing in a Star Trek tabletop game uh, this week. Would you and your husband care to join? Oh, wow. Which, Promise. first of all, really lovely thing to do to invite me, but to invite him as well, top notch, right? So we say, yes, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. So we show up, GM, lovely person, and we're waiting for this one particular player who is 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 known to the group like there are a few new players i'm one russ is one i think there might have been another one as well um but she is known to the group this this other person and immediately she's trying to take over the game no yeah so the gm starts he's like hey here's the deal you're on a miranda class ship uh, and he starts to explain that it's an antique 
Like this is like a hundred years old. It's it's a beater, but y'all are such a bunch of misfits. This is what you've been given to go out in, because Starfleet figures, eh, if you fuck it up, it's no big deal. Like they're not gonna give you the the Enterprise. No, no, no. Like this is some lower decks kind of your screw ups just try not to start a war. It's like that. Got it. Which I think is a really fun premise. Yeah. Right? So she apparently her character is an engineer. So she starts going off like, oh, so I guess it's going to be my job to keep this thing running, huh? Well, oh I, yeah, five minutes about that. It's like, okay, we get it. You're, you're the engineer. We haven't even started the game yet. Okay, okay but whatever. Every single, and this is, this. there is one of this player in every single RPG I've ever tried to play with. <laughs> Every single, because you know, you gotta like, okay, there. This task requires you to have this skill plus this skill, and then you gotta roll. Every single thing she wanted to be the one to do it. It's like there's, there's like six of us playing. Oh, that's weird. We, that's we'd so like, weird. You know, we everybody should get a chance to to do something. And she's talking over people, and then and then there comes a situation. So we're in orbit over this uh, ice moon. And there's lots of atmospheric interference. And it seems like someone is artificially amplifying the interference to make it impossible to scan the science center that's down there. Mm. It's also making it super tricky to beam down. You can probably do it, but you might not be able to beam back up. But if you land your runabout, there's kind of a good chance someone's going to fight it. Okay, and we're trying to sneak in. So there's, you know, back and forth about should we beam down, should we, should we land, should we split the party, whatever. And I say, well, why don't we beam down, and if we can't back up, we know that there's people down there. There's going to be a craft of some kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can. They're either bad guys, in which case they don't get a vote, and we just take their ship, or they're good guys, and they'll be so happy that we help them, they won't mind giving us a ride back to our ship. Completely ignores what I said. Like I didn't even speak. And just picks up where she left off. Oh. So I guess we're going to oh. beam down and, uh, yeah. I'm like, oh. So, okay, okay, all right. We... We know this personality type in general, yep. right? Yep. And like, yes, there's always that asshole in every every like tabletop game or board game group who decides like I'm your leader, deal with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also you know, it's like when you're traveling with people, like when you go with like travel with like for a work group, and somebody's yep. like, I know where we're going for every meal. Where we're going for breakfast, where we're going for oh, lunch. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah. That I, I've yeah. been here before. I uh, let me take yeah. you all. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we I, have to go here. Right, yeah. right. But usually there's somebody who who takes the position of like, yes, I know they're an asshole, but they're our asshole and can mm-hmm. mitigate it. Yep. Was new friend fulfilling that role? I will definitely say she, where she could, did did try to deal with that. Okay. And the GM 
was also clearly trying because he because if you don't feed that fire of the person who wants to make it all about them yes like like she would say something and he would be like mm-hmm and then just go right on into <laughs> so yeah all right and, and that and that was that was really reassuring but I was I was like, I'm going to lose it on this part. Because I, I just, it really bothers me yeah. when someone is getting in the way of other people's fun. I, I will say, like, you know, I don't want, I don't want this to sound patronizing. Um, and I worry that it will. But I think it's really brave <laughs> to, like, go out and do something like that with a group of people that you you don't totally know like yeah. it's really nice for, like you said like to, to invite you and oh it's amazing you're seeing another that's also very brave but like for you to like go in and not immediately be like go fuck yourself to this <laughs> i'm not gonna keep playing this i uh, uh i'm beaming off oh by the way my character's a q go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm omnipotent, and now you're a fucking cactus. See ya. N- Natural 20, middle fingers, leave. <laughs> yeah, peace out. Uh, so the one thing I did to try and... Because I'm like... Because I thought about saying, like, no, I'm not I'm not playing with this person ever again. Yeah. Because it just... It really... I, I was in a bad mood for two solid days because of that. Yeah. Because it just really upset me. Um... So we play, uh, virtually, obviously, online, and so um, we're going to use, I suggested using the uh, raise a hand button. If you use a Zoom or a Google Chats, there's a raise a hand, so that lets the everybody who's on the call know, hey, I have something to say, mm-hmm. and that way nobody is getting shut out. Mm-hmm. If you want to contribute... Everybody knows you want to contribute. The GM can see it very clearly. That should help. I hope. And if it doesn't... Yeah. Then I'm a Q and I turn you into a <laughs> I am a Q. First order of business. Uh, you are a weird animal. Second order of business. I'm going to sleep with Riker. Because that's... <laughs> <laughs> Out, this is going. Uh, <laughs> uh, I remember being very young and seeing the episode when a very young lady discovers she's a Q. Oh and, yeah. And her first maneuver is to uh, sleep with Riker. And I was like, I get it. <laughs> I too would put William Riker into my fantasy version of a Jane Austen novel even though it is the 25th century and why are you <laughs> that's a weird they're choice all, all, all of the, they're very concerned with 19th and 20th century pop culture and fiction it's very strange it is very, very weird but there's nothing between the 2100s and 2400s yeah nobody you wants the thing that bugs me about Star Trek <laughs> wait the one thing that bugs the you about Star Trek well, I mean, there's individual things like that whole exercising scene of, of Troy and Crusher. But no, it's the way they name planets. It's the way they name planets <laughs> and uh, the way they name, like, it's because it's never just like, it's Corellian tea mm-hmm. or Binsbury bagels or, you know, it's just like, it's not like the aliens have a, their own word for it. It's right. name of race. 
noun that you will recognize. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that annoys me. And all the planets are like Dingle Hopper 4. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> well, even in the future, the Earth is still the most self-centered. Yeah, sir. that's true. <laughs> it's all about us. I mean, is it still like that? Is it like I don't have the context of what did you describe it as the other day, Susan? It's the boring oh, the one. Boring, the boring one. Yeah, Discovery. Uh, yeah, it's still like that. Oh my God! I saw the trailer for Picard season two, and I was like, guys, what are you doing? They should have killed him. They should. It would have been the. Per- what are you doing? <laughs> they had the opportunity for him to die in a way that made sense and was like narratively good and they chickened out and I'm annoyed. Yeah, the the trailer to like I understand that time travel is a, a beloved part of this format uh that's fine but like i want to know who's like you know what these fans we know it's gonna get us back and everybody's good graces is if we just made like a really shitty csi (laughs) and then guinan shows up in the middle of it we'll just have Whoopi, and picard is in a your regular old bad episode of csi is it in a special year no no it's just current day (laughs) just why not let's do that let's let's just have it be that <sighs> i don't know if Although, you guys... ironically the the csi that they brought back really good <laughs> really yeah <laughs> i i was like okay uh, just from like sheer morbid curiosity i need to watch this right they're bringing back they're rebooting csi and they're bringing back uh, three of the original cast members. Oh, okay. And it was really good. Uh. <laughs> like the way. So, the, so they bring if you if, at devotees of the original CSI. <laughs> Real ones know. Real ones know. So the lab was run by Gil Grissom, and he eventually married Sarah Seidel, who was who was one of the techs. So. The show now, which twenty? Oh, uh, more than more than twenty, because I think it was two thousand one. I think, I think okay. it's I, like just celebrated twenty years. Maybe. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So, it's these characters twenty years later. They've been married. They've. I mean, they. They are at that point in their marriage, right? Like where they have that kind of unspoken language that you have with someone that you've been a partner with for that long and the technology has changed and so they're not these super slick oh cool wow I'm trying to solve the mystery it's like you know I would just like to do my job and go home and get a good eight you know what I'm saying like I really enjoyed it I like I see like I don't know, man. We were talking about that last episode. I'm fine with I'm fine with something that's just okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, sometimes, like, like, yeah, I enjoyed that. It's good. Like, I, I, I think that's why things like Book of Boba Fett could be so frustrating is because they don't even aspire to that. It's, it's just how like it could 
it could be just like a good fun pulpy time but it just yeah! right. becomes like a mess right it just becomes a mess because of the focus isn't on just like making something it's serving 1000 different commercial purposes like that's mm-hmm. that's why like I, I like i can't bring myself to engage with the modern star trek stuff because it feels like oh we need this star trek for this audience and this star trek for this audience and this star trek for this audience rather than starting at the place of somebody had a really good idea for a story it fits this existing world that we have and want to make more of and we'll go from there Mm. You know, um, the only thing I will say is that if they had not done it, we wouldn't have Anson Mount <laughs> as Captain Pike. Yeah, and, and he's, he's perfect. He's he's every time I've ever watched Discovery, that's the like he's magnetic. <laughs> yep. Uh, but did I did I sound like I find him dreamy? Because like, yes, the answer is I do. The uh, the tone was clear. I, okay, I'm glad that it translated. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's like you got him. You got Rebecca Romaine as the first officer. Yeah. So Soul Devoid in the chat says sometimes the puppet show is just the puppet show and doesn't need to be more. There yeah. It is. Yeah, there it is, and, and, and that's fine, and it's just fine. Susan, is that is that it? Is that that's never it with me? But let's is, move. Th- is that everything? <laughs> like, I I want to no, make I again I want to make sure we get as much of it out as possible. Look, Gamera is on screen. Gamera is he fights for the children. He it's, wants you to get it all. <laughs> made of turtle meat. I, wa- I wasn't sure. I wasn't Gamera's sure. Gamera's really neat. Gamera's made of turtle meat. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you guys have uh, caught what is happening in this Gamera game with like. Oh, this looks so good. A, with amazing is that, is FMV. Yeah, all of the all of the dialogue is in English. Everything's oh, in that's English. So good. Uh, and I don't know if you guys saw him at the beginning, but it's like Captain Lee Fodama at the beginning. And it's, I, ah. Oh, I love, I love this era of, like, this looks like a PC game Mm -hmm. that they put on PlayStation. Like, with the, just the way that, like, you have the still image and then, like, you could hover over it and there's, like, different stuff to interact with. Yeah. It's like a, like a DOS game. But there's, but this, this, look at this fucking guy. Everybody's super committed to, uh, yeah, I don't know why this this never came out on anything else either. This is shocking. This is it. Like Wasn't it on Saturn? No, no. It's mm-hmm. just it's, okay. That actually is shocking. It's just the one, the one. No, here's this cool. I guess we can find out about the bike. <laughs> but it's like uh, it's like um, Metal Wolf Chaos in that like basically the entire game is playable in English mm-hmm. except for like menus or something. And even then, the menus the menus are all in English. Like I said it to Easy at the beginning. Okay. There's there's interesting nothing about this game that you can't just like play. Yeah. Um, Dave. Yeah. What have you been What have you been indulging in? I don't know. I've I've been kind of like in a weird video game, like not doldrums, but I feel like um, I don't know. Nothing's really hitting. We're all waiting for shit to come out. I mean, yeah, yeah we, we, we talked about that last time. Give me my Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Is Horizon yeah. next week? Is that what's happening? No, it's the week after. I it's think. the week like, after, or like the 18th or some shit. 
Yeah. I, I guys, I'm I am a little disappointed because I thought I was gonna have it today, and I would be able to play the beginning of it. I got Pokemon. I did it. I did the oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I, I've heard I'm gonna that, play it. Like, it looks like ass. Yeah. But like gameplay wise, it's supposed to be like, oh, they actually did something new. Yes. It, for it, the first time in like okay. twenty years. Right. I turned on a stream from May Gaming Enterprise. A gaming, a gaming entity. A gaming entity, uh, because they were streaming the new Pokemon. I'm like, oh, okay, I would like to see this game and understand what makes it different, what makes it good, what doesn't make it good, whatever. They were so preaching to the choir that I learned literally nothing. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> uh, like, oh, well, the Pokemon, oh, well, this was it's uh, It's very much similar to Ultra Diamond no, and Blue thank Steel. You. But, like, okay, well, that tells me absolutely nothing, and I turned it off in disgust. I, I can't talk about Pokemon with anybody that is even remotely <laughs> engaged in our world, because yeah. they don't they don't bother to speak English. It's like it's like talking to people that are into sports betting. Like, you're not going <laughs> to communicate with me in a meaningful human way. So I have to Ooh, give so my you, If you got you got to make sure that you level up the right stats cuz that's no. how you get the shiny pokemon. Nope, you get I'm the out. shiny pokemon. It doesn't really do anything different. They're just shinies and they're rare. Talk about it like it's a video game. It's, it's, like what is like it's what is shiny think, pokemon? I think they're just rare. It. And it's it's this. There's no. I don't. I don't think there's a stat difference. I think they're just shinier. They're just shiny, mm -hmm. and they're hard to find. And they're yeah, hard to find. Oh, so so here's yeah. here's what happened. Somebody uh, uh, on the internet that was playing it, and I didn't even see who it was. It was just a person on Twitter said, "I've been playing Pokemon Ar Arceus, and oh, they just made." Pokemon into Xenoblade, and I was like, sold! Okay. Well, shit, okay. Sold. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm in, and I like Xenoblade. But why does it look like ass? Like, Breath of the Wild came out five... It really doesn't look bad, though. I, it I mean, just looks like a Switch game. Like, it just looks like an okay, open-world Switch game. Like, Breath of the Wild is, like, five years old, and it's a little iffy in spots because it is a Switch game, but, like, that... It is very like, pretty. At least, they, yeah, because there's, like, world design, and, like, they work around the limitations of the system mm. just to create, like, little pockets of interesting-looking stuff. But, like, you look at Ar Ar Arceus? Arce oh, no. I, I have no idea. I don't know. But, um, um... And, and it's just like, like you look at a tree that's like 20 feet away and it's like like little black lines. Like it's just, it's All right. just it, lo it looks like, it looks like uh, there's a YouTube channel that I like to watch sometimes called Low Spec Gamer where he takes like, like, oh, what if I took the seller on PC and figured out how to get Cyberpunk to run on it and just like goes into INI &I settings and cranks everything down? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what it looks like. So... It's like, very functional, but it's like, like, man, like this, this supply chain thing should not be happening because Nintendo needs a Switch Pro badly. Here, here's here, here it is. So the three of us all always. This is a topic that all of us return to many times, and we like sort of because harping. we're one-dimensional people. We are, we are. But the thing, the thing we like to, all three of us like to remind people of is that fucking human beings make these things. Like, they're made yes. by humans. They don't come yeah. from space. 
uh, on a magic trip. Like, there is no Q who, when they're done tricking Riker into sex, says, oh, now I'm gonna make a Pokemon and just make it materialize in the planet to fuck with people on fucking Twitch. Like, that's not how it works. So, uh, the, the way human beings make these things is that they're part of larger groups that all have specialties. Now, uh, I understand the teams. Oh, yeah, Mm. you would almost say a team. Now, I understand that the Pokemon Company and Nintendo, and specifically the developer Game Freak, has all the money forever. I know that they have those things. But if you have also played a lot of Pokemon games, you would also know that they don't always spend a lot of money. And the people that work there are part of a very entrenched, not only creative, but corporate culture. Why does it look like ass? Guys, Game Freak doesn't let other people make the main Pokemon games, and they have not spent one year, let alone many years, building up the institutional workforce that knows how to make those things. Like freaking breath of the wild and xenoblade 2 look pretty good iffy but they look pretty good because nintendo has for 20 years created its own internal culture of really only having devoted design teams in-house and then contracting large-scale development of especially 3d games to outside studios Breath of the Wild, made by Monolith Soft. What has Monolith Soft done for 20 years? Invested really heavily in having a workforce that knows how to make cutting-edge open worlds on very limited hardware. Mm. Game Freak just doesn't have that institutional yeah, workforce. That's true. That's and, true. and people like being like, whoa, fuck you, Nintendo, be like, alright, well, I, like, what do you want them to do? You want them to just all of a sudden completely changed the structure of their development resources for 25 years like you can't you can't have it both ways you guys can't like you can't have the deeply traditional it is your comfort food pokemon two versions thing every couple of years and have them making like you know the fucking witcher but with pikachu it's not I do wonder how much of it could be solved. <laughs> I, w- I do wonder how much of it could be solved with upgraded hardware, though. You know, yeah, like, it, if if they have like, just a little bit more horsepower to go, like here we've improved the draw distance a little bit, and I'm that, sure that's, that'll that's, happen. That's my big thing is that like it, it really does look like one. Yes, it is like the Pokemon team's first crack at an open world game, and they're working with hardware that struggles to display open world games unless you are specifically like working around those limitations uh but no it looks fun i want i'd love to check it out i'm just i'm also in full-on save up money for steam deck mode at this point so Mm -hmm. i'm i'm strictly in uh i'm playing what i got and game pass territory um so i thought you already uh gave them the money dollars no so money dollars so Steam has, uh, because they are a, a large private company and they have these systems in place, they can let you put $5 down and not take everything oh. else in front. And then when it's your turn, be like, hey, pay up, and then send it to you. So 
uh, whereas everyone else like just like but I think both Playdate I know Analog does this I don't remember what Playdate used but I think Playdate also used Shopify they did where, yeah, so it's literally just like we have to charge you because we don't have the infrastructure to do a pre-order system. <laughs> Which yeah. I'm actually fine with because guys, look at then this. it'll just look show this. up because I've already paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> look at this FMV sequence. It's amazing. <laughs> they're not even reacting to the explosion. <laughs> yeah, because they're highly trained. <laughs> God. Just tear it up. This is so it's much amazing. better than Book of Boba Fett. Like, yeah, at an effects level, at a drama level. Oh, man. Oh, man, I need to play this. Oh, the Gamera, Gamera 2000? Also, it's called Gamera 2000? Yes. <laughs> Uh-oh! Gamera 2000 oh, is a great game. <laughs> um, oh, I have been messing with... Uh, so, the Mister... Uh, is getting a, a, a there's someone who's been working on PS1 support for it mm. and there uh, it's not done yet but there is sound and like if, if you're on the like Mr. Developer Discord they post like unstable nightlies that you can download and load to the I do do some like weird Linux thing that I not really sure what I was doing but I formatted a memory card on oh. Oh, my, cool. Yeah, so I, there's a memory card on there, and uh, but no, like so, the sound processing unit works right now. Uh, it, the CD audio does not. So like, if you play Symphony of the Night, for example, all the sound effects work. So the sword slashes and the grunts. <laughs> there's no music or voice acting at all. It is very. That is amazing. <laughs> but uh, other than that, like the game works. Like like there have been people who have played like without sound, but they've played the game start to finish, and there are a couple bugs here. Like apparently, if you use the library card, it turns the colors all like 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 you just took a bunch of shrooms uh, uh, right now. But uh, no, it's it's been really exciting. So I checked that out a little bit, and yeah, like um, like man. Final, like Final Fantasy 7 works, uh, Vagrant Story works, and there's sound on those. Um, but that's that's kind of where like I'm, I feel like within the next couple months we're gonna get. Uh, we're definitely getting PS1. The guy who's working on Saturn, he's uh, he's a, um, uh, he's a he's a Ukrainian man who is known for just kind of like showing up one day, going here. Um, I like his story with him and the Super Nintendo is like I've never made I've never played Super Nintendo but I've made FPGA Super Nintendo here what? It is. and everyone gets it it's like this is perfect like <laughs> it's like the like one of the best like Super like better than the analog it supports more stuff like on the chip but um but yeah and he's doing the same for Saturn so it's basically everyone's like yeah if he can't do it like it's probably not doable with the current board, but uh, I imagine like he, he's actually got a Patreon now though, so he's actually been posting videos of progress and like it looks like, like I kind of want to mess with it because it's like I could I could play a really janky looking version of Sega Rally, but it'll work. Uh, but yeah, I imagine a couple months from now that's just gonna drop. Like here you go, Saturn, and, <laughs> enjoy, yeah. and it works. Yep. And uh, it's like the the that one's particularly exciting because there's just not really a good emulation solution for Saturn. Like it's gotten a lot better lately, um, 
but it's still like if if we could get like a proper FPGA of the Saturn, it will probably be the most accurate thing that isn't a Saturn available. My my Sega Saturn, it, it's it's literally like an old person who's suffering from like <laughs> from, from <laughs> like from like early stages of dementia. Uh, you'll turn on my Saturn and it'll like it'll wheeze to life it'll be like you see the Sega logo appear and then it'll load the game and then you'll you'll press start and it'll start it'll just start and then five to ten minutes in it'll just go back to the boot screen <laughs> I don't want to play that anymore. It'll, it'll just go back to the boot just screen something else and like forget that there's a disc in there and you know it's not it's not uh, <laughs> it's not like damaging a, like, anything, but it is like you you can almost see it be like like no no no. I okay. wonder if the laser is wearing out. Gra- grandpa, Grandpa, no, we. I, I'm not Mark. I'm a- I'm Anthony. Grandpa. All right. Yeah. I had a good time getting lunch too. Uh, Let's play Sonic R. <laughs> Let's play Sonic R. Uh. Yeah, my, my daughter uh, really wants to play uh, things on the Saturn, too. Because she found out that their Lyra's Street Fighter obsession has been uh, now drifting into other Capcom fighting game territory when she found out... I was going to say, when is she getting, like, uh, when is she gonna get into like, BlazBlue and, and Guilty Gear? Like, well, we've been playing, Guil- we've been playing okay. Guilty Gear... Um, oh gosh, what is the new one called? Strive? Strive. We've been playing Guilty Gear Strive, which we both really like, but it's... Guilty Gear is just so confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, a, it's a real, like... It's, it's like, it is the the dream theater of fighting games. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's really well put. But she, like, she felt like I was like, oh, uh, honey, like, you want to play, like, there's a game where you can have uh, Chun-Li fight Spider-Man. She was like, "Shut your filthy mouth." <laughs> that exists. Your daughter talks like that. Yeah, and well, I mean, that was the spirit of the thing. Her oh actual god. response was, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's that's how Lyra Lyra does it." Um, but she hates Marvel versus Capcom. One, two, oh, and three hates. That's them. disappointing. They're cha- they're chaotic in they a are. way that like she's not. She just she, it's there's just too much going on. She can't parse it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And yeah. uh so I was like, "Oh, no, it'll be fine. We can play and I have just like the one that's just Marvel superheroes for Sega Saturn." But that's really the one where it's like the Saturn will like get to the character select screen, you'll pick Spider-Man and then it'll be like, "What? What do you What do you want me to do? Load the game, Saturn." Oh. Huh? <laughs> okay, then. Well, you can rest. Um, I, I, I have played something in the past couple of weeks that I wasn't sh- initially going to, like, bring to the show. Because you guys ever have that moment when you play something and we're getting ready to record an episode and it strikes you that you don't have much to say about the game other than, like, that was good. Dude, that's that's been my last two weeks. It was good. The, yeah, it was, it was like Zelda games. It was I play a little bit of Nobody Saves the World, and it's like yeah, I, I like I dropped off hard. I yeah, just, 
Yeah, I. It, it's like the numbers went up really well, and I was like, no, I don't. I, it's everything that you were just saying about CSI, Susan, is how I felt about this game. Uh, like, oh, it's pretty good. Uh, Eastward, which I just finished, and it's a it's a lovely, lovely game. Uh, but I don't have anything deeper <laughs> to say about it other than it's good, and if you like good video games, maybe consider playing it. I the most notable thing about it is. Like, it's very promising to me about what's happening in, like, the growth of Chinese indie developers. Yeah. Because the team that made it were all professionals working in just the mill of China-based studios making mobile games. And they were like, we finally had enough resources and confidence to be like, well, let's try to make something that isn't just, you know, like, stuff to populate the mobile store. Like, it's not, like, you know, people, not, they weren't at studios where they're making, like, really good mobile games. It's just, like, you know. No, they're making, they're making the, the, uh, yes. hyper-casual. Right, like, just. Which is where all the money is right now. Which is where all the money is right now. They're just cranking stuff out, like, the kind of studios yep. where you're making a game a month. And... Uh, they were like, yeah, you know, it was. I've I've been reading interviews with them too, and it's very interesting to see them saying like, you know, yes, we're in China, and yes, we had far more limited access to uh, the consoles and games on those consoles officially that everybody else in the global gaming community really enjoyed. But we love those games too. And so we wanted to make one. And so it is... And, you know, like they, they, they wear their inspirations on their sleeves. You know, when you fire up the game, it's an action RPG. And in the very first town, there there's a, you know, person who runs a little shop named Mr. Miyazaki. And, you know, it just is Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, like standing there, like it's just a beautiful little pixel of Hayao Miyazaki. So you you can see right out the gate where they're coming from, and you know there's uh, all the characters are are sort of like look like regular people in the Earthbound way, where they don't look like giant fantasy characters. They're just people, and uh, all that said, the, the, you know it, for something that is very much uh, crafted in like homage mode it the the gestalt of this work ends up feeling very original and very inspired and not fan surfacy mm -hmm. uh, and I, I told you guys uh, part part of the reason I'm like this is good I like this is that it's the first game I've played probably ever in the past 30 years that the thing that it feels most closely like it looks like earthbound it's paced like earthbound tonally it's similar to earthbound but the way it feels in action is like star tropics which okay i know you guys are probably tired of me <laughs> never 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 Just talking about my love Dude, of star I, tropics I about it but <laughs> I, I wrote, like, when I played Phantom Pain over the holiday break, I wrote notes in case I ever talked about it again, so, I like, I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, like, 
it is it's post-apocalyptic but in like kind of the way that horizon is like everything mm. there nobody's thinking about it as post-apocalyptic they're just living their lives uh and and nobody life finds a way yeah life finds a way and it's like nobody's like living in particularly dire circumstances like a long time ago there was a like they never really explained it either which i love it's like there was a miasma there's a, there's a a like black smoke that roves around the world and it'll kill you and so and don't worry about it and and don't worry about it until it's time to worry about it um and that's not really what the story is about the story is about uh a guy named john uh who looks like if you made an earthbound version of joel from last of us which is adorable uh is he's he's just a a digger like he excavates things from the past and he finds a chamber where there appears to be a like girl in a stasis chamber and he wakes her up and her name is sam and he's just taken care of sam and more and more weird shit happens and that's it's their adventure and it's it's wonderful it's just a very wonderful game <laughs> really good music uh the action is very star tropics-y in that like you're in sort of top-down dungeony areas there are monsters you have uh, a selection of four weapons to attack them it uh, yeah it's just i can't remember the last time i played something that was so artfully executed and realizes all of its ambitions it seems effortless that 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 they made it at all and it's not it, i don't think it's going to change anybody's life i'm sure that there's somebody out there who is, you know, between the ages of 12 and 22 and is going to play this game and it's going to be the first time they've yeah. ever played anything like this and it's going to blow their goddamn mind. It's not going to not going to hit like Undertale did, but No, no. But like, oh, I, it's also um I don't know, like the Undertale phenomenon in 2015. You you guys know what we were talking about last time, the sort of culture that existed recently but is just gone that allowed something mm -hmm. like twitch plays pokemon to emerge i think the culture that allowed something like undertale to happen doesn't really exist now either you know mm. where where i mean undertale was such a grassroots success that do, like, do you guys remember what it what it was that made undertale finally hit big is there was a gamefax.com poll there was like a, a like greatest game of all time thing. Oh, I remember this. And pe like there was just a cadre of people who were like Undertale, 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 just Undertale. brigading this this poll and right. ratcheting it up to to number one. Yeah. Right. And now when when there's especially an indie game that sort of gets that kind of groundswell, you know, it's um, it, people know about it very very quickly. Uh, you know, somebody somebody will be on Twitter or a streamer will have it or something, and it just pops up. It doesn't sort of yeah. Well, and it, like it's and it seems to like it'll it pops up, captures the zeitgeist for a bit, and then just fizzles. Yeah, because so, like there was like, Kaiser Soze. Kai yeah, all games are Kaiser Soze now. <laughs> 
Like I remember a couple like got like when Dead Cells came out and like that was all everyone talked about for like a good two months and then like like it's still doing well like they still make DLC and stuff for it but it's not like nobody's talking about it the way they like or like Fall Guys Fall Guys I was is about really to big. say I have two words for you Fall yeah. Guys Oh my God really big Fall for, like, Guys a month. and then and, Among Us Yeah But again like the, yeah I, it's still like these things are still big mm-hmm. or like what was the what, oh, what was that amazon one new world that was like yeah it was like a, like amazon's first like true success i don't even know what you're talking about mmorpg for the pc called the new world and like it had the most concurrence on steam for like a month and it was huge and now like like Again, it's one of those things where, like, I'm sure it's still like doing well. Uh, the the people making it, I think, did not realize it was going to be as big as it did, and mm. like had to stop. Like, you can't send people gold anymore. You're ruining the economy. You can't. <laughs> you have to stop. So, uh, yeah, like it, they, they've been dealing with fires and stuff, trying to get that under control. Like, cert, like people just like could log into servers, uh, all kinds of stuff. But like, yeah, and again, it's just like it was hot. Everyone was talking about it for like a month or two, and now, no one. But I feel like that's kind of everything now. It's like everything, like it blows up. People mm-hmm. like it finds an audience, and then audience just goes with it. Mm-hmm. It all feels, nothing feels organic anymore. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. yeah. And I think that's a, a very much a function of influencer culture and also the rise of TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's people manufacturing hype. And, and TikTok does it extremely well in very, very specific ways. Mm-hmm. But that's what I, I, I it, but it's also that sort of, attention span theater yeah that I, I i feel like i'll get off my lawn uh you know i just <laughs> no but but like the the attention like the, it's not just get off my lawn though because this this goes back to another thing that we've been talking about recently is the absence of spontaneous discovery yep you know um this is going to be a little inside baseball for people and i i apologize i don't want to bore anyone but the way TikTok works at a business level, the the influencers influencers uh, I'm saying end quote on on TikTok uh, hashtag social <laughs> hashtag Andrew Ryan's Beach House um, <laughs> the most social beach house. Uh, the, Andrew House Andrew House Andrew, Andrew Ryan house. very different very different. <laughs> different andrew house's beach house very very different andrew's beach i don't know there's like an mtv show (laughs) name we could come up with here somehow so the the um the way it works is every morning every morning tiktok itself has their own wonderful little team that identifies whatever like teenagers are doing organically and then they just give a list to all of the influencers and say here's what here's what they're doing you do it now do it do it do it do it and it's every day every day and so there there is it's there's just there's no room why is the future so dumb (laughs) that's that's the thing that kills me it's like it's not just that it's bad it's also dumb 
It's very dumb. It's very dumb. Um, I don't know, man. Like the the I I think I think the benefit of this the 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 misery culture that you're talking about, Susan, that doesn't allow for any room for organic discovery anymore. It it is so uh, fast and or furious. <laughs> that it's just go it is and it does it's going to burn itself out that's probably true to the yeah. point that the that anybody who wants to maintain a business interest is going to have to create something more lasting lest they go out of fucking business yeah and i i i, I feel like like recently one of the biggest success stories of that um, what you're talking about there is Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. Where they, yeah, they like it because it, it, it has its. It, the thing is with 14 is that it, it like crests and waves. It seems like every six months to a year or so, it like it pops back up and gets like super popular and then it, it goes back under the surface. And then like there's a thing I think it was like mid to earlier last year when they had a similar issue that they did when the expansion came out where they're like oh my god we have so many new people joining uh and like they had to like you couldn't buy it for a while and all this stuff and then like that subsided and now the expansion came out and like it was huge again and now that subsided and i think i think that they they are able to actually like generate those sorts of waves in a way that like mm-hmm. few things can in this particular moment yeah yeah um Guys, Continue Podcast has in two episodes gone from fire and fury to weariness. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right, okay. All right, lay it on. I want to share something else, something that is good. Yeah. All right, do it. So one of the things we were t- we do at my at my job we uh, do a thing called lunch and learn, mm. and once a month somebody in the company does a presentation on a topic that is interesting and but also like helps us as as a business you can't just be like this is the history of doctor who it has to be something that can actually be used uh for the company and so uh we were talking this week uh our our uh, founder actually founder and owner did was talking about brand journalism which is which is what we do uh, in content marketing. And one of the things we were talking about, and and they asked, uh, part of what makes our agency kind of special and unique is that virtually all the writers are former journalists. And so we have a particular way of going about writing things and researching things and talking about things and telling stories. And... So my boss asked me, he's like, hey, how has journalism changed in the, over the course of your career? <laughs> oh, my so God. Like, <laughs> and, uh, and how long it got? Yeah, exactly. So one of the things I touched on was, you know, obviously the rise of, of algorithm-driven content consumption and SEO. And he's like, well, how do you feel about that? And I was like, you can do SEO content well you just have to care yeah. and find things interesting. And so we started talking about the ability to be curious and the ability to find things interesting 
that are outside of your, your sort of your core sensibilities, right? Which leads me back to the gun show. <laughs> As all things do. As all things do. Um, and, and here's why. Uh, so one of the things, so I, I love watching reality competition shows that involve skills I don't possess. And one of them that I particularly love is Forged in Fire, which is a knife-making show. Ooh. It's all, this is, the blacksmiths come in and... They, they, they will give them some kind of ridiculous parameters or ridiculous challenge to, to make a knife in a short amount of time. And then they go home and they have some bigger challenge that they have to do. But this is how I have learned about knife making. And I get to appreciate knife making. And this led to me uh, picking up two knives at the gun show. The, again, great radio. No, about knives, knives at the gun show. Knives, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of crossover there. So I got two Damascus steel blades. Oh, wow. Now I know how to identify Damascus steel, and I know this here pin in this blade, uh, and I know how that is made, and I know why that's difficult to make, and I know what that serves. This is my my other one. This is my hunting knife, my Damascus steel hunting knife with brass pommel and micarta. You can uh, fuck someone up with that. Holy shit. Well, yeah, the reason why... <laughs> Yes, I can, and the reason why I have that is coyotes are a thing here. Ah, oh, yes. And they will straight up come into your yard and try to eat your dog. Oh, so shit. So that is why, uh, yeah. So I have the little ones because it's pretty. I have that one to fuck up a coyote. But my point being, <laughs> it's really cool to be curious about things and learn about stuff. And yeah. you never know when that might bring a little bit of joy and happiness into your life. And so, you know, maybe... Maybe go out and go out and learn some things. A little bit, motherfuckers. I'm be, not scary. No, be human. Be human. That's the thing. Yeah, be, like be, be, person. be a person. Go out and be a person. Uh, it's so funny. Like you, you just said, Susan. Like SEO-based journalism can necessarily it can be a good thing. It requires being human, though. Yeah, like, it does. It yeah. it involves being having interests outside of your job, outside of your hobbies. It you know. Yeah. Well, and I, it also has, like, you need to have uh, management who support you. Well, there's and, that, too. And, yeah, and, like, in, in actually wanting you to write good content. Because it's, like, yeah, like, yeah, you can, like, you can churn out SEO like, like crazy if they don't care how good the content is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, my laptop has died, guys. Oh, no! So, so I, can, I can no longer see the chat or even what time it is. Well, uh, we, uh, okay, that's all right. So, so currently the chat is discussing how scary I am. Oh my God. Susan Arndt is scary. I'm not. Knives are scary. Well, okay. So Punk Rock Bob makes the point, come between me and my dogs. And there's going to be a capital C conversation. And he's not wrong about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also that I would have the most knowledge to deal with the evidence. Also not wrong about that. <laughs> so I guess in that light. Yeah, that's that's accurate. That's accurate. Okay, that's that's all that's all accurate. But okay, but here, no, seriously. Has everyone not had the conversation about how they would get rid of a body? I feel like everybody's done that though. Uh I would let's see here. I, I have not had the conversation about how I would hide a body. Uh I would say that um, Eating it is not on the table for me. No, obviously 
personally. No, just me. Talking about that's just me. I'm just. I wanted. Oh, I, I wanted it on the record, Dave. Okay. I wanted it on the record. Well, now I feel like there's something we need to talk yeah. about. I well, I, I'm not a huge trafficker. <laughs> teacher is asking more questions. The... There was uh, uh, many years ago. There was a joke website. Like this, this person was a marketing professional, and they uh, attempted to make a joke on the internet. And part of it was maintaining the bit. And like this was in 2004, so it was, and even a very different era in terms of decoding what was and wasn't like a prank on the internet. Oh boy. Okay. And so they had created a website, an order form, like a manufacturing location for this product. They create. They created a fake product called Hufu. Okay. That was supposed to be human tofu. It was okay. like here is a, here oh, is I love a it. I love it. alternate like for cannibals that have had a change of heart and want to you know uh, still enjoy their favorite foods, but responsibly hufu instead of tofu. Hufu. Now this website was so convincing that it caused a few problems for this person. Oh my god! And uh, I and the other people I worked with at my magazine at the time saw this and were like, "This is fucking crazy." <laughs> and part of the way this guy, the part of what led this person to take down their website, is I kept pitching. I was like, "I'm eating this stuff. I am. <laughs> I am." ordering hufu and i am writing about making dinner for a date with this food product i'm doing it journalism and i wouldn't leave this person alone of course not i was just like look i want to buy the look i am requesting a product sample for a legitimate <laughs> journalistic outlet <laughs> and like we will pay you for your product. We're not asking for handouts here, and just until eventually he was like, "It's a bit. It's a bit. It's come on." Yeah, I don't think that's. I wonder if we can go to archive.org. But anyway, I wouldn't. You know. For okay. okay. For I. <laughs> Susan, how would you get rid of a body? Okay, well, the answer varies depending on where I'm living at the right. time. All right. right. Yeah. Here, it's way easier. Sure. Because, I mean, Texas is just so freaking huge. Deserts. And it's And it's honestly, it's less about getting rid of the body mm -hmm. and more about your connection to said body. Sure. Sure. That's the thing. Like, if I kill my husband, mm -hmm. that's way more difficult than then like what i really need to do is construct a plausible i need to make it look like an accident or mm -hmm. a heart attack mm -hmm. or something and then it's like you know he's in his chair that i love i love <laughs> the idea of your husband hearing this one-sided conversation <laughs> from like outside your room okay but like i've told him this to his face so oh, okay because he so I this mean, is no surprise to him yeah no no because he has here's the thing he has a way to kill me <laughs> and make it look like an accident mm. mm -hmm. and he knows this because i am deathly allergic to sunflower oil 
So all he has to do is like pour a bottle of that in down my throat and I'm dead. That's it. Oh my. So yeah. You can't live with me and not have these conversations. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very I, normal. I don't. I don't. Like, look, is eating is eating not on the table? I already said I wouldn't, but. No, I'm not going to eat somebody to get rid of the body for many reasons. It's a lot of all, lot of effort. First of all, a lot of effort. <laughs> That's a it's way too much effort. I don't know about butchering. Mm -hmm. So then I'm going to, like, if I'm going to get the best cuts, I'm going to have to have help. And now you've just expanded the circle, and that's bad. Secondly, you mm -hmm. can't eat the brain. Nope. That's asking for trouble. Thirdly, what am I doing with the bones? Am I making soup stock? What am oh, I yeah. doing? Oh, yeah. Make, you can make a nice broth. You can... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, like, maybe hey. I can make some good <laughs> air well, This is not actual parody. Ever, Twitch, this is non-actionable parody. <laughs> Nothing is happening. Air quote chicken stock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, I don't have a pot that big. I don't. My freezer isn't good enough. No, I'm not eating the body. Um, have you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> For the last time, Anthony. No, I'm not eating the body. Stop asking. Stop asking about it. I was. <laughs> No, I was like, have you considered just like showing up at a local university and being like, you guys need this for the science department? Like just go door to door. Just door to door. Hey, <laughs> you gonna eat hey. that? You need a, do you need a body? Hey. You good? Could I? No? Hi. Uh, yeah, yes, Goodwill. Uh, I, know, <laughs> I know that you take clothes. Do you mind? They have to be off the bond. Right. Will you like? Will you just take the clothes intact? The clothes are intact. Just will you take the whole thing? Elvis, the, the culture thing. advisor in chat, has a good idea to whittle the bones into knife handles and sell them at the gun show. Oh my yes, god! That would work. That would be that would be great. Just say they're Democrats. It's they'll, like they'll it's like, like it's like money laundering, but with bones. But with bones. <laughs> also, uh, pigs will straight up eat an entire body. <laughs> Bone bones, laundering. All of it. Like you just toss it. They don't care. They give zero fucks. They wasn't will, that right? wasn't that what they like the guy would threaten people with and snatch was like he would oh yeah like, feed you to, the, to pigs. the pigs yeah yeah that's what Jason Statham was very concerned about. So this actually goes back to something that I said earlier in the week on on Twitter. <laughs> so I love the first half of Doomsday as a movie. Do it's not a Doomsday. Movie. Doomsday, yeah, with Ronan Mitra, the best Tomb Raider ever. I don't. I do you not know about this? No, I don't know about Oh my this. god, I love this movie. Okay. I've not heard of this film. So, in in very Escape from New York-esque tones, um, they uh, there is a contagion of some kind. They end up turning Scotland, all of Scotland, into a quarantine zone. They wall it up. Hmm. If, you, if you try and make it out, you get shot on the wall, that kind of thing. Hmm. Okay. So, or is it just Glasgow? Is it Scotland? I forget. Anywhere, there's a wall. Anyway. So, uh, there are still people in there. And after a certain point, the food runs out. Hmm. Oh, no. And so, they are become cannibals. 
And uh, there's, why, why do, I forget why Ronamitra and her team have to go in there, but they gotta go in there and rescue somebody. A scientist, I think, whatever, doesn't really matter. Point is, cannibals. And so there's this, they, they, they're caught, and Sean Pertwee is strung up at one point. Oh, God. And cooked. Now, here's the problem. He's like, it's like a flash fire. Like, they, they, they torch that boy. They get a good sear on him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They don't turn him at all. It's only, like, a few... Okay, maybe they edited it out for time. I don't know. But it looks like he's only burning a few minutes. Okay. That motherfucker's not, wrong. Not, lo not long enough. Here's not long enough. He's not cooked long enough. He's not seasoned at all. There's no basting. There's not like they didn't throw a handful of salt on him. Nothing. I wonder they're doing like a tartar. I don't know. Oh, gross. Maybe, maybe uh, you know. Let's. Uh, to be fair, the the presentation is definitely lacking. They like. Okay. Yeah, they just throw <laughs> plates at people and say, "Here, have at it." I want to. So like, I want to say up front, Susan, though, that I will yeah. never watch this movie because I'm offended by this kind of content. Yeah. And I'm disturbed even hearing about it. Like I just don't. <laughs> I think the very notion of cannibalism is... I don't even know how we got on this. <laughs> so. Yeah, okay. All right, buddy. So. so. You're not fooling anyone, dude. <laughs> um, so Anthony People Eater Agnello over here. So what are they... So, like, do they, do they consume not cooked enough Johnson? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just and I'm, my 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 point was like normal people watching this are like oh, that's horrifying. And I'm like you're like Bitch, cook, cook that more. A little red pepper, something, you know. Come on, please. Technique is, technique is so bad. It's just not. <laughs> it's just not good. I you get a sous vide. <laughs> anything. I will take poaching. You know. Yeah. Anything. There you go. Like boil. Like I mean, boiling. Uh, it's not. It's not okay. Related. Uh, hmm. When my wife and I attempted to watch the first episode of Yellow Jackets, ah uh, yes, and there was a, I know that you you also had a scene where where you're like they didn't cook that enough. Uh, yeah, I you know there there are the um, young ladies in the woods who are eating somebody, and Kate was like, "What do you think?" I was like, "I can't deal with Slipknot." <laughs> 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 I don't know why fucking forest slipknot is like lumberjack slipknot is eating people, but I'm I got I'm done. <laughs> that was so you didn't watch the rest of the show. We only watched episode one. I had to bail. Huge mistake. I know. Huge. I I real I realize I realize I need to go back in. Uh, I I needed uh temperamentally the only show I can seem to stomach right now is Peacemaker. Okay. Um. And I, I think that's just like, like I, I, I <laughs> you, you remember when we were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy two recently, and you're just like, it's not that good. It's for guys with daddy issues. The movie, yes, that's just right. everything James Gunn makes. That's just the J, like that's just James oh, Gunn's. Snap, you're right. That's everything he makes, and so sometimes I need to go to there. <laughs> <laughs> 
because you wanted to go where people know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything's yeah. all the same. Sometimes yeah, you want to go yeah. to white man's entertainment. Do, 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 yep. Do. Um, yep. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I. So, okay. So, yeah, I think everybody here is familiar with how fond I am of The Expanse. Yes. Uh, the last season, final season of the show aired it's done it's, oh, I didn't know it's that. complete i i can't bring myself to watch it because i can't oh, yeah. muster the emotional intellectual wherewithal to pay attention to something that intelligent i, I that's why i so i don't know if you if i told you guys that like i finally started doing the expanse mm. um and i i watched the first four episodes this is about a year ago Mm-hmm. and like i really liked it i thought it was so cool but i was like it's the beginning of 2021 and i can't handle this that's fair like mm-hmm. this is yeah. so fucking heavy it's like people on a broken spaceship and like a politician torturing some very tall person like it was too much for me i couldn't yeah couldn't deal um and I'll, I'll I'll get back to it at some point. I think. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, we're living on a space station, and if we don't do what you tell us, you turn off the air. Yeah, that's horrifying. You can. <laughs> yeah. Horrifying. I do. I do love Thomas Jane, though. Just being Thomas he's, Jane. He's so good in that. He really is. I love. He's like, a nut bar in real life. Is but. he really? It doesn't oh, yeah. surprise me. That oh doesn't... yeah. <laughs> Great money plane. Everybody's great in Money Plane. Money Plane? Oh, <laughs> another awful movie that I okay. I have the... Uh, Kelsey Grammer plays a character named Darius Grouch III. It's directed by a Lawrence brother. The other Lawrence brothers are in it. Got it. It's that kind of movie. Got it. Just Got a, it. Just a great film. They, Thomas uh, Jane's in it inexplicably. I didn't realize. Or they maybe had... explicably. I don't know. Explicably is what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Dave, I think that brings us to the end of our regular yeah. programming. The moment when Thomas Jane is not explicable is how we know that, that this very. I don't know if you guys noticed. Today is the very. Like, the business casual <laughs> continue yes. podcast. Which I don't know about you two, but I needed that. I needed yeah. to. You let our hair down a little more sometimes. I yeah, think. it felt good. I, I don't know what the business casual thing means. Oh, I just mean like 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 where we go in, we just like truly just bullshit. We, we just oh, I see. Oh, yeah. oh oh like we just like hang out like we do. Like oh, we okay. totally yeah, yeah, just yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Like oh, yeah yeah. I need I needed that. I needed like okay. I needed casual Fridays. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah no for <laughs> real like for absolute for yeah yeah. Why? Why is everything? I don't. Why? I don't know. I, I don't. love that this game is called Silent Bomber. Like the implication of a bomb <laughs> alone, completely just makes the first half of that sentence. Yes. Anyway, it's a very good game, though. It's very. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Very hard. Very very hard game. Cyber Connect Joint. I I can get I can get to uh. I can get to the end, and I've never been able to beat the final boss at all. Oh wow! He's just like relentless. But uh, have you tried being silent? I've tried. I've tried getting good. 
I've tried bombing. Okay. I've tried being silent. I've I, all of the all of the. Above. Wow. Then I mean, you've done everything. Then, yeah. Really. Oh God, what? VR arena went, but it's air quote VR. VR. <laughs> VR arena. Uh, the, the, clearly aping some other popular video game at the time. I wonder what it could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave, who caused this? Who's responsible? <laughs> who, who can we who's, blame? Who's, 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 who's to blame? Uh, all of you! Oh. <laughs> Our Patreon backers, patreon.com slash continue podcast, backing us at $5 gets you into our Discord. It's fun fun times. Um, but at the $10 level and above, I say your name on a show. <laughs> I'll do it! I'll do it! I, I, you don't get to specify which show. That Dave says it on. <laughs> That's not in the Patreon. Dave will say your name on our show. Our show. In my own head. Uh, shout outs to John Belf, Toast, Doom Cow, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffee, The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle. Pete, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Ryan Mance, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Grugan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I like I I like how small my head is. I'm only just now seeing the uh, oh, yeah. the corporate retreat that we're all yeah. appearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a part there where like when you like because the lights are clearly going down because you're on the East Coast. Uh, like you started disappearing into like the shadow people from Eco, and then when you moved away to like put another disc in, it's like you like you slowly just disappeared like the photo from Back to the Future. That's awesome. I I'm actually pretty excited about that as a, a, a technical effect. I know how I'm going to be doing meetings all of next week. <laughs> there you go. Um, everybody, thank you very much. The the Patreon is how we fund uh the things that we talk about on this show when we're not just ranting um and next episode i will be talking about pokemon and uh next episode susan will be talking about horizon because that's in two weeks and possibly possibly talking about horizon possibly yeah i gotta check the timing on that i might also be talking about a game called wingspan Ooh, all right um dave you got any you got any teases Get any previews for next episode? Oh, dude, I don't know, man. I've been playing the Minish Cap. Oh yeah, it's, it's I like right. Minish Cap. It's good. So it's better than the Oracle games. That's it's much better, sure. M- markedly it's better. It's shorter. <laughs> I don't. Here's what would make Minish Cap perfect. Because it was made in the early to mid aughts, it has yeah. the stupid like. Here's the thing to collect. You got to have a thing. Oh yeah. Take out the fucking kinstones. Just take them yeah. out. Oh. Have, have a regular video game, Zelda. <laughs> what if it was just a game and I didn't have to deal with your your card collecting mania? That it's... wouldn't be Zelda. No, because because Zelda is that's all Zelda is anymore is eight million different things to find. That's so Why? true. Why? Because it's so true. Oh my god, I. I, I told I, I, I that was the only way I discovered my love of Breath of the Wild was like to act like there were no things, like mm. no, I just won't collect any of them. I'm just gonna pretend like they're not there. 
but yes, if you go to patreon.com slash continue podcast, you can back our show and that ensures that we can all have conversations about not eating people for your entertainment. What's and- wrong with you? Like, <laughs> seriously. I ask myself this weekly, at least, if not daily. Daily? I was, I was going to say daily. Um, but yes, if you can't uh, spare any cash, that is fine. Just share the show. It's more important that you share the show uh, with folks that don't already listen to it. And, hang out on Twitch. And hang out, yeah. Um, and hang out in the Discord. If you do, back us. It's fun. Susan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SusanArnd.com. You can find my writing about stuff at Space.com most recently. Also, I just picked up a game today called Red Herring. Super fun. Love it. If you're a, if you're a word nerd like I am, go pick it up. You can play it for free. What is... Yeah, I saw like your... Mobile? Yeah. Okay, so it is four columns of four words. They are, and you can group 12 of them into three different groups, but there's four red herrings. Oh. So it might be like knight, queen, rook, bishop. Okay, so those could be chess pieces. Or does bishop go with, you know, pastor, uh, priest, Mm. imam, Mm. right? There's only one solution for every board. Hmm. And if you play on hard mode, it doesn't tell you the categories. You have to figure out the categories. Ooh. That sounds fun. It is fun. Is it like is it like Wordle? Are you allowed to just keep playing it, or you is keep, it limited? Yeah, you can keep playing. Keep playing. The amount you play uh, is there's one. There's a daily puzzle, which is free. There, the first collection of puzzles, which is. 30 some odd is free and then after that you can you can buy another group if you want for $1.99 but you don't gotta hmm that sounds really good it, it, it's super good Dave people find you where on the internet <laughs> on the internet where I talk and post cat photo for people to see uh, Twitter at David Robots uh, that's that's my my internet handle that's we still call it that, right? Uh, and then uh, twitch.tv slash continue podcast. Uh, I've been streaming pretty regularly, twice a week so far. Usually Wednesday and uh, Saturday, Sunday, depending on how the weekend shakes out. But I've been kind of running through Lost Judgment. I figured it's on my backlog. Uh, I could turn that into content. Uh, so that's what I'm doing. And yeah, we just kind of hang out and laugh at. Um, it's it's a very strange game. Uh, it is both dealing with very serious topics like school bullying and, and suicide, and then and then there's a mission where um, a teacher who used to be a former wrestler is getting harassed and then uh, loses his temper and his hair bulges out like Heihachi and starts glowing red like Goku. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. And why? And why did he get so angry? Because kids peed on his flowers at school. Yes. Yes, they did. He got very upset. It's, 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 I don't know if the tonal, like, it's still fun. I'm enjoying it, but I don't know if the tonal difference works for this one. It's, Mm. it is, it is the, it is the first time I've ever played a game by that studio where I have been like, if I'm going to do this, I cannot engage in any of the optional content because the tonal whiplash is so profound 
because mm. it, it is so intensely serious about exploring bullying and like the psychological cause of bullying in society and to go from that to being like in your spare time though can you coach the girls dance team i'm like i can't do both guys mm. yeah uh, yeah. Meanwhile, there's like a group of six high school kids who uh, like try to mess with you at the start of the game, and you beat the piss out of them at mm-hmm. least five times in the first two chapters. Yes. Yeah. Just regularly. Just, just uh, a normal grown mm-hmm. adult with a leather beating jacket. Beating up children. Hanging. Just around straight high up beating up sixteen-year-olds. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a lie. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. I don't know if it works for this one. It's not even. He's he's not even Tom Berenger in the Substitute Three. Wow. There you go. Wow, that's a deep yeah. cut. There, wow. yeah. Yeah, but did did Tom Berenger invent his own martial arts style? To and beat up teams skate, and also know how to skateboard. The only Tree Williams. <laughs> yes, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> God, that movie rules. Jim, Jim Cod, have you guys ever watched? That's, that's our next watch along. Right oh, here. we okay. should. Yes. Have you guys watched the trailer for Jim Cotta, the original like theatrical trailer for it? Yes. It has mm-hmm. my favorite line in any trailer in history. Nobody wins and nobody lives. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, what the fuck that's does that even mean? <laughs> also empirically not true. It's like, what? You, what? <laughs> Uh, if I if I ever have the chance to interview Shinji Mikami, my first question I don't care what he's promoting, my first question will be, is Resident Evil 4 based on Jim Kata? Yes or no? Tell me the truth. Because there's no fucking what, way. Was there a pommel horse in Resident Evil 4? Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean he does gymnast shit all the time. My it's God, like that the last third of that movie just off so the good. rails it's so good when a guy just appears and he's like dad i love it <laughs> and then he gets the arrow in the back yeah uh are, i don't know did I, I i did i say where you can follow me you guys can find me on aim uh, <laughs> you, can fi- you. you can find me you can find me on aim at vinyl fan 420 uh i don't know <laughs> We'll see, guys. We'll see you in two weeks when we're not even remotely this punchy. I promise. Ooh, mm, I'm not. I can't. I can't keep that promise. Mm, yeah, I I'm lying. Mm, yeah. It's just not true. But we will see you in two weeks. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.